0: All right, everybody, how's it going? This is the Sooners 2020 podcast. Everybody's talking about Sooners this year, 2020, defense, offense, anything Sooners we talk about. All right, the first thing we're going to get into is uh this offense. What does people see as Spencer Rattler's perspective and what does people think going into the 2020 se- 2021 season as uh, Spencer Rattler continues to grow? Okay, so we're going to start with that. Uh, Deshaun, uh we're gonna ask you a couple questions. What's up? All right, uh, what do you see for Spencer going into twenty twenty one as a uh as a freshman quarterback?
1: I really feel like this Spencer rider is intelligent, you, young, good quarterback. Um, I feel like he had way better cool experiences than the other quarterbacks that we had, other than, you know, Baker, Jalen Kyler, but this kid know what he's doing, and pretty much that, yeah, we might lose lost these two games, though, because, like I said, um, we didn't have our star players out there with the defense and everything. So when Perkins came back out there and our defense was stepping up, that means our offense was real good. Spencer Ryder, man, during
0: this game with Oklahoma State, it was amazing, you know. Good point there, good point there. Uh, and as for uh, – the defense, the defense perspective-wise, uh, as for them, continue to grow. They have uh, three starters, three freshman starters on that defensive line with Curry On Winfrey, uh, Joshua Ellison, and then you have Isaiah Thomas, which is a veteran. He's been there for about two, three years now. And he's been making a good impact, good, good impact since Ronnie Perkins was suspended. So, as for this defense going forward, what do you see from them going into 2021? Well, just like what you said, though, um, pretty much that
1: the defense has been improving since the Perkins has been back out there after this suspended um suspended, and um, I'm just saying that I feel like the next season that Oklahoma Sooners defense, aka Speedy, will be the best defense because now Grinch just recruited the class of the next season, and pretty much these people are tall and stuff like that. They're very four five-star players, and I really feel like with them coming out there, Alex Grinch make, making them the smart decisions, and uh, Oklahoma Sooners is going to be the best team next season.
0: The Oklahoma Sooners will be the best team next season. All right, well, that is that is a strong statement, and that is a statement I can also agree with. <clears throat> and uh, we have a couple more questions uh, we're going to get into here. Um, since Ronnie Perkins has been back, do you think that his impact on the team as the defense as a whole, do you think do you think with him being back as a leader on that defense, do you think it has helped the defense grow?
1: Well, to be honest with you, absolutely, because think about this, for the past of the three games that we've been playing, um, the defense has been like way better than the other games of the season. Um, you know, comparison of Kansas. That game and the Saturday night game, Oklahoma State. But yes, yeah, since Perkins been out there, the defense has been stepping up. I mean, like, like, dude, <laughs> the defense was so a good that even the quarterback for Oklahoma State couldn't even do nothing. Not even the running back. Not even the running back could not do anything. But like I said, though, since Perkins been out there and back out in the field, the Oklahoma defense is on back on track, and Perkins is a good defense,
0: a captain player, and he knows what he's doing out there for the defense. Alright, well, to, un, un, to, uh, to a certain extent, this defense is ranked 20th overall in total defense. It is, It has the number one pass rush defense, so with that being said, do you think this defense and this offense, do you think as this team as a whole put together, do you think it could have went to a national championship this year?
1: Absolutely. Pretty much. If, um, if, if we had our star players to begin with doing the first game of our first week of this regular season, I already feel like the Sooners could have been like a 6 or 5-1 team or 6-1 team. Basically, you know what I mean? Um, but seeing as they're playing right now, like, they might still have particular chances, you know what I mean? Now, if we did not be in the playoffs this season, you know, hey, we have a chance to get in the bowl game. We definitely going to the Big 12 Championship, so I'm very congrats on that right now. But if we can't go to the playoffs, as always, you know what, next year, because like I said, um, we have – Another Corvette's coming to the Sooners. Uh, we have these new defense players coming through, through Alex Grinch. So I already feel like you know, well, Sooners can do it. I believe in this team since even Baker, Kyle, and Jalen, and this team is is a team. You know, win or lose, not going to like win every game, all that. But you know what? I have so much faith in Oklahoma. They know what they're doing.
0: So. I have a I have a good question for you. So Oklahoma's receiver corps, they have Theo Weese. He is a five star. They have Trajan Bridges. He's a five star, which he is still on suspension because there was four players that got actually three players that got suspended. You had Ramadre Stevenson, which we got back. We had Ronnie Perkins, which we got back. And for some reason, number eight, which is the five star rec- receiver from high school, Trajan Bridges, is still on suspension. Uh, I know we probably don't know anything about that as further in the detail, but do you think that he should have been unsuspended at the same time as the other players were?
1: Absolutely, because if you have all your best players out there, best players will help you win your games. If you have the full recruit of the full team out there on that field, we can definitely get anywhere. And the crazy part that he still on suspended and Brian Perkins and everybody else is not, no longer in suspended, I think it's crazy. I really think it's totally ridiculous because, like, you know, even without our wide receiver number eight, our Sooners are still playing good. We even had a TE player that was not playing at Oklahoma State. And regardless about that right now, the Sooners are still winning that game. Or Saturday night at Obama State, because I know you people saw the highlights and everything when the game started. It. Um, yeah, trust me. I, I really feel like it's ridiculous, but you know what, man? Our right, man is that our defense was playing. And Spencer Ryder, he did an ultimate, amazing throws and best performing highlights that I would
0: be amazed by. That. that. That's good. That's good to capture it off. Uh, Yep, we're sorry that number 8 is still on suspension, and uh, we hope to see him hit the field probably soon this year or possibly next year. It's unclear why he's still suspended. We haven't found anything out yet. We, all we knew was that he was supposed to be suspended at the same time as the other players, but uh, that's all we know for right now on that part. So uh, we're going to get to uh, the Ronnie Perkins and Ramadre Stevenson draft topic here Uh I got a question to ask you. Uh, both of these are seniors, and they both have an option to go to the NFL, or they both have a choice to stay back one more year at college. Now, coming out of college, and you on, and you're on a five game suspension, so you miss five games out of the whole year, and you have a choice to go to the NFL. What is your What is your choice here? Would you go to the NFL, or would you stay another year at college and gain more time?
1: Well, the basically, you know, for me. If I was in the, in day predicament, I would say this. They have choices in their life. They are best players for Oklahoma Sooners. But if they want and they feel like they are ready to be in the NFL, that is their choice and pay. Because that's what we are fans. We can't do anything about what these players wants to do. Now, if our running back and Perkins stays for a next year's season, I think that would be even awesome because like I said said this right here. If they go to the NFL draft or whatever next season, if they stay in Oklahoma, Oklahoma's still gonna be a best team. Because like I said, the people we just recruited for next season it's going to be what? A team that we all been waiting for for a very long time. Sooners will be a team that not even nobody in this Big 12 conference cannot beat. And I'm sorry for people who think that, you know, because of Perkins and, not, and I run a Batman might go to the NFL draft. We don't know what we do. No, 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 no. See, you got to stay positive, people. Now, they were suspended. I, I get that. Perkins was suspended for these five games. I feel like if Perkins wants to stay, and he really feel like he wants to still be there for his teammates and for Oklahoma. Then that's the bro that's the man choice. We can't do that about that. And Cloran, Zach is up the, the one who's doing this whole thing right now. He can part of the breed that this is their choice is what they want to do. They want to stay or they want to go to the NFL. And I, I, I can
0: I can I can completely agree with that. It is it is their choice. They're grown men, you know. It's just when you look at it from uh, a team perspective wise, you look at Ronnie Perkins, you look at Ramadan Stevenson, you look at Isaiah Thomas, number eighty-five on that or eighty-eight on that defense, and then you look at the two new recruits that Grinch just put on that defensive line with Joshua Ellison and uh Perry on Winfrey, 6'4, both 6'4 recruits coming out of high school. And if you was Ronnie Perkins and you look back and you see all the talent that's on that defensive side of the ball but you have a choice to go to the NFL. I mean, yes, I understand at the end of the day it is his choice, but if me as a player and I'm looking at my what I call my brothers as a football team, as a group, I see how good they're going to be in the next few years to come, maybe even next year, possibly in 2021, a national championship team. Don't you think that would kind of alter his decision on if he stays or goes to the NFL?
1: Absolutely, because like I said, that's that man's choice. Perkins wants to stay in Oklahoma, then he's a true brother. He love his team, he loves his teammates is in that defense lineup and the in that the locker and all that stuff, man. In that locker room, all the Sooners is all gathered up together as a family. So guess what? We're not gonna say that, you know, the defense offense that they no no no, trust me, the offense defense, they play together. Because they already know. If we don't play together, man, we're not going nowhere. And we're not even going to survive in the playoffs. We are not going to survive in the National Championship. Because Sooners and Oklahoma, this organization is a family. The head coach, Lingo Roddy knows that. Alice Grinch knows that. They want to see this team in the National Championship. And guess what? If it do not happen of this season... We promise that everybody who's on the fan base next season, Oklahoma Sooners is going to be the team. They're going to outclass everybody in college football next season. Um, A lot of this season has been messed up because of the COVID, the pandemic. But guess what, though? That doesn't even matter. All I want to see is my Sooners and our Sooners to get to the top. We might not get in the National Championship and all that. That's the best thing we really want us to see. Because we haven't even won a national championship since 2000. And I really think that we got all this and we got the best quarterback right now, Spencer Ryder. I really feel like this team can do anything, okay? This quarterback, Spencer Ryder, did so many things. Definitely. That not even Jalen Hurts couldn't even do. Jalen Hurts got the legs and he can run and all that. But see, we needed somebody who was more than just a person that just want to just hang out in the pocket and just juke it one. No, 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 no. Spencer Ryder do way more. He stays in the pocket. He ain't finna be afraid to run the ball when he wants to run the ball. Now, I promise to you, to you people, don't give hope. Don't not give hope on, on Oklahoma Sooners. Because as a fan base, we know what we need to do. We need to just stay focused. We got a game coming up, West Virginia. Now, that is true, the fact that um offense is really good and they're best in their defense as well, but guess what, though? We ready. This is a game that I feel like if we can survive and do what we did in Oklahoma State, we can do the same thing
0: with the West Virginia. <laughs> now, being that you brought that topic up, that's another conversation I wanted to get into on this podcast is – uh this West Virginia game coming up there, there seems to be a lot of hype around this game, just like there was around the Oklahoma state game. Cause during the weeks that the game was not played, there was words back and forth between the Oklahoma players and the Oklahoma state players. And words got out that Oklahoma state had the best defense in the big 12. And then you ultimately saw what Oklahoma team came and came up big with the ultimate defense. And that was the Sooners. So saying that, and saying that West Virginia is going to be another big primetime game for Oklahoma to play against. Don't you think they're overhyping this West Virginia game a little bit, just like they did Oklahoma State? Well, to be honest on that, yeah,
1: absolutely right. They The, the West Virginia fans sounds completely ridiculous, really. Listen, just because y'all won this last three games with the sorry TCU team, this does not make you the best team in the Big 12 because, like I said, they were facing teams of their regular season that we don't even know nothing about. It was just games that was just an easy W for West Virginia. So, all of a sudden, because they win these little five or four games they got right now, right, um, we want to think that West Virginia is the best team in the Big 12. Certainly, we thought that Oklahoma State was the best team in the Big 12, but no. Nah. Guess who is the top three team in the planet right now? I forgot who's the third team, but all I know for the fact that it's Iowa State first and now Soonest is number two. Now, if Iowa State lose games or whatever, guess what? The Soonest is going to be taking that first spot. I can promise you that, though. And I can see anybody reaction in the big pro championship game. It will be Oklahoma and Iowa State. (laughs) Because to be honest, I want that game to happen. And the fact that's a rematch right there. Because we lost with we, uh, we lost that game with the Iowa State. And I didn't even like that. That game right there got me so really be off and frustrated it just make you want to break your TV or something. But that's the game I really want to see right now for a rematch. Oklahoma Sooners and Iowa State. But as of that when I'm gonna get back continue what I'm gonna say, um West Virginia and Oklahoma game listen, this is a game that is a prime time. It's something to be hype, but I don't want to get hype hype. So for the West Virginia fan, I think y'all completely ridiculous to think that oh, wow, that the West Virginia is actually going to beat Oklahoma Sooners. No, 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 no. See, a lot of people think that a lot of football teams are going to be Oklahoma because since Perkins and everybody was suspended and was not out there, we did not have to start players in that field, they thought that uh, Oklahoma is the worst team. No, 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 man. But guess what? Uh, regardless of the two losses, Perkins and every person that's suspended is back out that field now. And you see, regardless of two losses, the Sooners is getting this stuff back. They winning games. We winning games. If we keep winning games, we are good. Cause I am proud of this team. I am proud of Spencer Ryder. I am proud of this win we had Saturday night. That's all it that matters, man. Forget about, um, you know, yeah. We, we don't have our star players and all that, man. We can't give up on swimmers. We cannot give up on this team because this team is proving us wrong every time, every step of the plate, Even without Perkinson or those you know, summer players was out in that now in that game. But guess what, though? We won. That's all that matters. All that matters is that Lincoln Ryan wants to see this team succeed. And I want that to happen. And of course I know Zach wants it to happen. He's a way, way fan of this team. And I can tell you right now that everybody thinks that Oklahoma can't get in the national Championship. Oh no, buddy. We we, we didn't have a defense or none of that for five four years and all that right now. But since Alex Grinch came to Oklahoma last year when we had Jalen Hurts, our defense was way better, especially, dude. We came all the way from the worst defense to the best defense from last season. Now, that we is number 20 in the defense. And first place in the past rush defense. Now, come on with it right
0: now. <clears throat> and, the, and that's another topic I wanted to get into is the, the story behind Alex Grinch. See, for the past year, Grinch got there around the edge of 2019, coming off the edge of 2018 season. Uh, Grinch came in to another defensive coordinator's recruits, and some of the fans they're just they're buzzing about because they're they're seeing you know Trey Brown, a corner that's 5'9, he's getting burned off the route immediately. But what fans fail to realize is that as a defensive coordinator you're able to recruit guys that you want, but if there's already players there that have started there and that's been there before these new guys got there, you have to evaluate the guys that are already there first. You have to get them to the NFL. You have to get them to the next level before you can start sending your own recruits out there on the field. And it's not like Grinch doesn't have his own players out there on the field helping this undersized secondary Oklahoma defense because he does. You see Woody Washington out there. He's a corner. He's six foot. You see... Joshua uh, Eaton. He's six. He's six one. He's a corner. I mean, you do see glimpses of Grinch's recruits out there playing and trying to help this Oklahoma defense. And then you do see glimpses of what an all Grinch defense can look like. At six foot six four, I mean, it's it's scary, and the defense is scary good. And that's what I want the fans and as Oklahoma fans to understand that twenty twenty one is going to be the Sooners' year to go to a national championship, in my belief. Now. Is it possible for this year for them to get into the playoff? I don't really think so. It's hard for a two-loss team to do it. But I am going to say this. I think Grinch has done a lot in improvement over the past two years that he's been there. And I think next year, in 2021, we'll start to see more of his defensive recruits take the field. But I just want people to understand that, The 2021 class is going to be pretty much the the rough patch that Oklahoma needed back in 2019 and, and in 2020. Now, do I think the way that this defense performed the past four games coming into this Oklahoma State game, do I think that defense is suitable and strong enough to play for a national championship? I think our defensive line right now will smash any offense we play against, even if we're in a bowl game or even if we're in a national championship game. Because to me, I don't think Bama's performed that well this year. I don't think LSU's performed that well this year. I don't think the Florida Gators have performed that well this year. I mean, there's a lot of teams that have not played very well this year, and it's all because of this COVID era. It's all because of uh, the coronavirus and, pe- and people not getting you know proper playing time. So I kind of wanted to see where where do you think this 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 defense stands as a whole? Do you think it's a national caliber defense?
1: <clears throat> I would say this right here, 50, like eighty percent, I feel like the defense is what, and then the other percent, it's like no, they're just not ready because, like I said, some games is, that we've seen or any football teams right now in college that your defense is going to be good the one day and then the next day not going to be good good, you know. Now say this right here, last season the LSU, when they had Joe Bear and all that Mm-hmm yeah, the day defense was so good, and everybody else's teams out there in this field in college football history, they won the national championship to be Clemson and Trevor Lawrence. Now, okay, um, I'm gonna say this here. I feel like I don't want to see my Oklahoma students in the playoff this year. This is nah, uh-uh. just no, no, no. Especially with our quarterback as a Ryder, he do gonna be making some of mistakes sometimes, as though. Like I said, I love the kid. He's a great, intelligent quarterback. But I feel like next season, he will be the real, raw, baddest guy in the quarterback out there, man. Like I said, this is his first. This is his freshman year. You know all that. But I'm just saying, next season, it's the year for Sooners. Next season, it's the year for our team to be in the playoffs and get that challenge started or even get into the national Championship. But I'm just saying. Our defense has way more work to do because I don't want my team on the TV in a playoff and we lost like we did last season. No, I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. That's why I said I wanted to see more of our defense and the offense, especially the defense. That's why I feel like next season of the people that recruited for the the, the next season, Alex Brinch already knows what the heck he's doing. Now, I'm seeing the people on the recruit it's people on their thing that's 6'4 to 6'7 and all that right now. And we got another quarterback, Kayla Woods, that committed to Oklahoma. So we already know next season going to be a lot of challenges for us Sooners in our football team. So we don't know who's going to be our quarterback next season. I really feel like it's Spencer Ryder. I love Spencer Ryder. I, nothing against Taylor Williams. He's a good five star quarterback too. He's a a good I saw his highlights and stuff in high school, so Spencer Ryder did what he did for this season. I feel like next season, he could do the same thing. And next season with the people that we just recruited, defense and speed D will be the team because I want to see a team that is fully complete with the office and of defense. And students will have all that going on during the next season. <laughs>
0: Well, to go off your point of what you was just talking about with Spencer Rattler being a freshman and making mistakes, I just want to put this out here. Uh, as a freshman and you're coming in off of, off of high school, you're, you're, you're suspected by your coaches and other assistant coaches to make mistakes. You know, you're suspected to throw a couple of interceptions. You know, it's your first time playing college football at this level. You're going to make mistakes. And obviously, in that Texas game, that's where he learned and he became a man is because in those first two, three series of him playing – as, as, the, as the quarterback, as our starter, he, he, he made a couple of errors. He threw, like, two interceptions, and he fumbled the ball. But after the Lincoln Riley pulled him out of that game and benched him for, like, a series or two, he, he woke up. He learned it. He's like, all right, well, it's time to stop making dumb decisions with the ball and start making smart decisions. And off of that, since the Texas game, all you've seen was Spencer Rattler making good plays and making smart decisions with the ball through the Kansas game, through the Texas Tech game, I mean, even through the Oklahoma State game. I mean, as a freshman, you would suspect him to make a lot more errors and mistakes, but ever since that Texas game, he's been coming off of a, of, of a fire start, and so has the defense. The defense hasn't really allowed anyone to throw over 160 yards uh, over them. Their pass their past rushing defense is number one right now. Their overall defense is ranked 20th. And not to remind you, when Grinch came there last year in 2019, he brought a 136th-ranked defense all the way in the top 15. So last year, Oklahoma finished with a top 15 defense in the nation. And it's looking like Oklahoma's going to finish with a top 20 defense this year. So to go off what you said earlier about you're not thinking that you know Oklahoma's ready, which I understand because in the past, Oklahoma has – Shown that they was ready, but then they got to the playoff game and they lost terribly. So, but I just think this year, with as many veterans as they have on defense, with Ronnie Perkins, with Trey Brown, with Trey Norwood, with Parnell Motley, you know, people like that, veterans on that defense, being it's not their first year like it was in the past seasons, I just feel like this defense, like Kirk Kerbstreet even said, is more capable and more ready to be in the national playoffs than years past. Now, years past, we've had an offense, we've had a defense, but the defense wasn't really that good and not as sound as they are this year. Now, last year's defense, it was all right. It was working in progress. They came late up short in the Baylor game, got the interception, and we went out of there with a win. But that's what I'm talking about. That's the defense that's been playing hard-nosed football these past four games and even in the Oklahoma State game. Now, in my opinion, if we wouldn't have lost two games – At the start of the season, being due that we lost two of our star players, I think really honestly that Oklahoma would have made it to the national championship. I think they would have put up a little better fight than some of these teams that are in the top four right now. I mean, especially Florida. I mean, you have all these SEC teams in the top four right now, but if you look at their stats and their defensive stats, their defensive stats is ranked way, 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 way low. So, I mean, the SEC is not even playing proper defense right now. The Big 12 is playing more proper defense than any conference right now. And that's between West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma Sooners, and even Texas. So right now you have about four or five teams in the Big 12 that's playing better defense than any team in the SEC. So to me, I think if Oklahoma wouldn't have lost two games this year, I think they would have more of a capable shot at beating any team right now in the playoffs. No, that, that is just my opinion, though. Everybody thinks different. There's a lot of people that don't think Oklahoma's ready. But, I mean, you can't blame them because Oklahoma has showed them and gave them reasons not to because, I mean, look at the past games. I mean, look at the LSU game. We got blowed out. It was like 63 to, what, 20-something. I mean, we barely could put up any touchdowns in that game. But if you look at the past games with Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield I mean, Kyler Murray about came back and beat Alabama, and Baker Mayfield almost came back in overtime and beat Georgia. So it's not like Oklahoma can't can't hang on and beat an SEC team because it is possible. We beat Alabama back in 2014 in the Sugar Bowl. So I, I, to me personally, I really think that if we wouldn't have lost two games this year, I think Oklahoma would have been a top contender in the national playoffs because, I mean, Clemson fell off. I mean, Alabama kind of fell off a little bit this year. Florida ain't what they usually are. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are usually in the top ten that are usually pretty good every year that you see now that ain't that good. And I think, to be honest, I think Oklahoma's defensive line would smash Bama's offense right now. I think Oklahoma's defensive line would smash Florida Gators' offensive line right now. I just think that defensive front that Oklahoma has is is so scary and so nasty, and there's just so many veterans on that defense that – there's not an offense out there right now that is capable of holding that defense back.
1: And you are definitely right about that. You're right about all of that right there. Now, when the Texas game happened, and when Spencer Roddy got Texas, but when he got back out there, I was very impressive. Now tell me, this people, have you ever seen a college football game like the Sooner in Texas game to be almost to a four overtime and a four overtime, and Sooners won in the fourth overtime? That is a that is a game of history of all games in college football. Um, I also remember of the, the last season. When um the Oklahoma versus Kansas State when we had Jenna Hurts and CeeDee Lamb still was there and all that. Uh, remember how like we came back You Oma was coming back during that fourth quarter though, and then with this we did this um, you know, sidekick or whatever you supposed to call it. Um, we did the kick. Um legit that Oklahoma students didn't get this ball back, but the referees talking about it this wasn't this Kansas State ball. That yeah,
0: yeah was it was a, it was a bad call by the refs.
1: The game was really It didn't make any sense. You people saw this game, and you saw that Oklahoma Sooners had the ball. There was no Kansas. There was no Kansas State touch the ball. The Sooners touched the ball. They had the ball too. But you know, people just can't win fair. Sure, they can't just play the game how you both play football. They just can't. And um, I still think about that, John. I know it's last year's news and everything, but I still think about it because it just, it's, that shows you people the point that Sooners have a defense. Our defense was on sweat, with the last season when we had hurt. Um, coming off with the two games we had with Baylor. Remember that people? Baylor football game. Now we was messing up first, second, and all that, but when the third and that fourth quarter came, you know, the halftimes, all that right there. Um, our offense was stepping on the plate, and the quarterback, Junior Hurts, was stepping on the plate, and we beat Baylor two times. We beat Baylor in the Big Tour Championship. Like, that's the best thing i see. seen. So, I said this for him, as soon as can totally pull this off, they can come back. They are not afraid to come back to show no team in, in SSE or the ACC conference that we cannot come back, Okay. Every time we play Texas, man, we do the horns down. Okay? We're not afraid to do it at Dave's place or we do it in Oklahoma. The horns is down. Yeah. And the fact about this that this season the Texas long one is not really a good team. Last season they was like, you know, yeah, but this season, oh no, terrible. It's terrible, man. Just like look at the look at this schedule. Look look at the record of Texas Longhorns right now. It's terrible. The TCU's terrible. The Kansas team, not Kansas State, but Kansas. Their record is terrible. And to prove my point, that that Oklahoma State and Oklahoma Sooners and Iowa State and West Virginia is basically the best team right now in the Big Twelve. Though nothing against Kansas State, you know what I mean. But them four teams is doing something this season in the Big Twelve conference. <clears throat>
0: Now to mention this, which you have a couple valid points because Texas is not relevant and haven't and hasn't been relevant in the past five years, even though they had Sam Ehlinger as quarterback. But I mean, Texas been Kansas and Kansas Kansas State. Other than Kansas State, Kansas has just not been a very good football team. We'll get that out of the way right there. But uh, to get to this point here, Ronnie Perkins made a statement. I think it was uh, after the game of Oklahoma State. Uh, he had a couple questions asked to him and thrown at him. And he made a, a very broughtful statement about the Big 12 and the Oklahoma Sooners. And it was all prior because Oklahoma State made comments towards the Sooners saying that Oklahoma State had the best defense in the Big 12. So this is what Ronnie Perkins said back to that. Ronnie Perkins said that Oklahoma has the best defense right now and has the best defense recruits right now in the Big 12. And defense flows... Through flows through Oklahoma in the Big 12. So what he's pretty much saying is that all the defensive talent that's in the Big 12 right now is coming through and coming out of Oklahoma and only Oklahoma. They're not coming out of Oklahoma State. They're not coming out of Kansas. They're not coming out of no other school in the Big 12, but but the Oklahoma Sooners. And I can agree on that because there's been a lot of good talent that's come out of the come out of the Sooners defense. In the past years in the draft and even last year in the draft. There was you gotta think Kenneth Murray was a beast last year, was he not? I mean, Kenneth Murray showed out for the Sooners last year, number nine middle linebacker. I mean he he freaking broke, almost broke Charlie Brewer's neck in the Baylor game. K9. I mean, he had a, he had a nickname K9 for a reason. I mean everybody knew when he got in front of you, you're not running away from him. He's hitting you and he's smashing you on the ground. The boy was almost 6'1", 6'2", and he was 230 pounds. The boy was a complete brick house. And that's what thats what I can agree on with Ronnie Perkins, and I agree with the statement that he made about how Oklahoma and the Big 12 is starting to play defense now, and it's only running through Oklahoma. And I can agree on that because I have yet to see any other school in the Big 12 besides the Sooners play great defense like we seen Saturday night. So, so as, as the question unfolds, I'm asking you, do you think Ronnie Perkins is right about that?
1: Yeah, automatically. I love Perkins. He's a he's a dude that he ain't, he ain't going to show off to nobody. He's going he gonna to give it to you straight. And I like Perkins. He makes sure that whatever team he's facing, but his defense and his play highlights or he got going on right now, oh, it's incredible. It was incredible. Okay, I mean, even the Oklahoma state running back they, they he could do something to Perkins oh no but Perkins is bad bigger and tougher. Every skinny man can't do nothing to Perkins. not going happen.
0: <laughs> so with that being said, uh <clears throat> on a couple of notes, Perkins he's been there for almost I would say about three years now going on for. He has eligibility to stay or he has eligibility to go to the NFL, which no one should blame him if he does go to the NFL. He's been an absolute beast for Oklahoma in the past couple years. He's made a lot of great plays. He sacked a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, he made a faulty decision at the end of last year to smoke a little bit of weed during the LSU game, the semifinal game, and that's what costed him his five-game suspension going into the 2020 season, which no one should fault him by. But... <clears throat> As a, as a defensive guy, I like the defense. I love watching defense, especially if they know how to play defense. And this year I can say that Oklahoma, the Sooners, have played absolutely phenomenal defense, no matter if they lost two games or not. Just like Kirk Kirkstreet said, you know, this might be a 6-2 and two team right now, but he sees this 6-2 and two team as one of the best teams to go into the Final Four. And even with two losses, he thinks Oklahoma should go into the Final Four which I I can agree on that to a certain extent because, to me, Oklahoma has been playing nothing but smash-mouth football the past five. They're on a five-game streak where they've outscored their opponent 60 points, and that's because of the defense. Now, everybody knows last year Oklahoma wasn't doing that, even though they had a good defense last year, but they wasn't putting up the numbers that they're putting up now with Spencer Rattler. You see, Spencer Rattler, he's putting up almost 60, 40 points a game plus with the defense getting turnovers and sacks and forcing fourth downs. I think this is the most complete Oklahoma team that we've seen in probably years. Now, would you agree or would you disagree? I agree. I agree. (laughs) So, as a Sooner fan, because me and you, we've been fans for quite some time now. We've watched a lot of Oklahoma football games, uh, do you think this defense with Grinch is heading in the right direction?
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's a better defense coordinator. Um, the defense coordinator we had uh, for the past five and four years, terrible. Even picking people that's short, it make the defense of Oklahoma looks garbage, complete garbage. And our offense, don't get me wrong, we got the best offense, but when we had that defense coordinator, Oklahoma defense was terrible. Everybody know that Oklahoma needed a defense. So when they fired that, that, that defense coach and got Alice Branch, oh, that's the best thing that they made in a tire fire for years in Oklahoma. So they made a good choice to get rid of that old defense coordinator to get Alice Branch Because the way Alice Grant did the last season in comparison to what he's doing this season with that defense, it's absolutely awesome. It's, it's an amazing defense out there. And um, Sooners... Man, I'm saying right here, I'll be so really surprised, but most definitely be excited if Sooners keep winning their games like they're doing, and if they can be soon to be a rank four team or anything, and if we have a chance to get in the playoffs still, that will be making us happy. It'll make me happy because I want them to succeed. I really want them to do anything they need to do to get to the top. Now... <clears throat> There's been
0: some uh, questions on this uh, th- these pages. Like, this, this, this person commented and said, Stevenson isn't going anywhere. He needs more tape as a number one back. Perkins is definitely gone unless he feels like he has something to prove. And there was also another one about the West Virginia game coming up. This guy had said, let's worry about winning the Big 12 championship first. And then actually, let's worry about West Virginia first. Now, two things I'm going to say before I let you speak on this. Uh, one thing is is that, okay, Perkins, Perkins. To me, I think he has more to prove. Don't don't get me wrong. In these past five games that he's been playing in us and helping us with, he's done a lot of great things. But to me, I just think he needs more time. I mean, not not time to build as a defensive, you know, a defensive end, but time to just build with his team for his last year if he chooses to stay and try to get them to a national championship but now for the stevenson thing stevenson hasn't really been there that long with us i think he's only been there for about maybe a year a year and a half before he got suspended so he really didn't get much playing time so when you look up film on him you don't see a lot of film because he hasn't played that much and that's what scouts in the nfl look for that you know they look for a lot of tape on a certain person to see if he's played in a lot of games a lot of big games and Stevenson has and hasn't at the same time. So I really think both of them should just take another year to stay at Oklahoma and try to at least prove to the NFL that they do belong in the NFL and then prove to Oklahoma that they can go win a national championship. And as for the West Virginia game, I mean, they have a, they have a, a ranked sixth defense in rushing. I'm not really worried about that because Oklahoma averages like 343 yards per game on offense. But I mean people are acting like that this West Virginia game is gonna be like the the, the tail of the take whether Oklahoma gets into the Big Twelve Championship or not. Now what do, what do you think about that?
1: Mm. Okay. <clears throat> I had to say for Stevenson the runner back. I really feel like he needs to be having way more plays and way more experiences with the Oklahoma students, I don't really think that it's not the time for him to really get into the NFL. I think he he just, just need to stay one more year. And make sure he did not get suspended or nothing like that. So Stevenson, I think like he needed he need to have one more year. Definitely. Perkins, if he wants to do what he wants to do, that that man George, I feel like he is the best defense player that is when it comes to Oklahoma Sooner. He's the captain of the defense. So I feel like with Perkins, it's a possibility. I feel like, you know, he loved this team. I feel like he's wanted to, he wanted to stay. I really feel like Perkins is wanting to stay for one more year next season because, you know, we got that new recruited players. And if Perkins is in there with them next season – I know for the fact that we're ready. We are definitely ready to get in the championship. We are definitely ready to be in you know, the national championship to win them games. Because I feel like Sooners can do this. They have been proving us wrong. No matter if we we outscore points by 10 to 20 points, we going to come back. We're going to take the lead. We're going to win the games. How we got to win it. We're going to make our mistakes, but. Our office and defense knows that we have to win a game no matter how struggles or no, or if we have a lot of players not playing out there, but they know for the fact that we need to win the game because we need our team to get successful. And we need to prove that every conference in the college football team that soon is the best in the Big Twelve conference. Nothing against there's nothing against, you know, Alabama and all the other football team in the conference, but we Sooners We're going to prove to these football teams is that we need to be the best, and I feel like this season it can still happen, and I know definitely for sure it's going to happen next season. So I said Perkins and the running back, they definitely feel like I definitely feel like they need to be there for one more year. Perkins, whatever he do, it's that man' choice, but the running back, I feel like he needs more. Performance plays, I think you need to do more out there in the field. Like, you did amazing, wonderful, awesome job in the Oklahoma State game. That's the best plays I've seen out of that right now from the running back. And Perkins, amazing. He's good. I feel like I said, he's the best defense player. And if he wants to go to the NFL, that's the man's choice. But if he stays for one more year, that would be wonderful because I feel like with him still be there for one more year, then Sooners is going to be a team to get to the National Championship in the playoffs. And
0: and and then it all boils back to experience with Perkins. Is Perkins has been there for three years. He's played Oklahoma State. He's played Texas. He's played all these teams in the Big 12 every year. For the past three years, he's been in the Big 12. So, I mean, he has experience. And that's what brings him such a liable prospect to this Sooner defense is because he has so much experience and. He's pretty much the captain on this defense and he he mentors and he expires he he just he does all these little things to help these new kids want to come to Oklahoma and want to be that next, you know, Ronnie Perkins and that next, you know, K9. And it's just to me I think if he stays, him and Stevenson him and Stevenson stays one more year, plus with what's coming in 2021 for us, I think that that will ultimately help because there will there will be a, a leader on there on that defense with experience. Not saying that there isn't already because Isaiah Thomas is a leader on defense. Number 88. 6'3", 6'4", defensive lineman. I mean, you got Nick Benito. He's about the same size as Ronnie Perkins. Number eleven. He's a great pass rusher. I mean, you have players that haven't played full snaps because they haven't they haven't been able to. So at the same time, you gotta counter in the fact that uh. It would it would also benefit the whole team of the Sooners because they would they would already know if they get Ronnie Perkins and Stevenson back they're pretty much locked in for a national championship in 2021. Now as for, as for this West Virginia game I think I think all everybody you know I get you know these announcers are making it a big game a primetime game at night under the lights just like they did with Oklahoma State. But I just don't think it's really that big of a game. You know, don't get me wrong. West Virginia's done some very great things on defense. they got a good offense. But I just don't think their offense is going to outscore Oklahoma's offense. And I don't think West Virginia's offense is going to put up a huge number of points on our defense this year. I think Oklahoma goes into West Virginia at West Virginia's house. I think we put up 45 points just like we did against Oklahoma State. And we come out of there with a win.
1: Trust me, like I said, um, listen, everybody just think because since West Virginia beat TCU, West Virginia is just good. Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, look at the game 24, something like that, the three. Like, come on. They won that game because TCU defense was just not good. And plus, the TCU defense let the wide receivers from the West Virginia to be wired up to catch the balls. David did it in the fourth quarter and all that. So, I don't even, I feel like this game should just need to be a regular game. It don't need to be no prime time. It don't need to be no special is And no, 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 of course not. It just need to be a regular game. Because, like I say, when Kyron Murray was there, we beat the crap out of West Virginia. Period. Blow them out. You should, everybody know the game out like, on that red duck. Okay, Kyle Murphy's running. Um, yeah, believe me, okay. But I, like I said for a fact there's um West Virginia D's all that, but they're not more press up and not that good as Oklahoma defense. And they offense is okay, but not like Spencer Ryan and in the Sooners offense. So the fact that everybody thinks that West Virginia win this game next weekend. Or this weekend coming up, that
0: is just zero percent, just <laughs> no chance, man. <laughs> and that's 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 a that's a that's a good point because I, I really do think that every, everybody, especially ESPN, you know, and ABC and all these other sports networks, I think they're they're over hyping this West Virginia game just because West Virginia has been playing so good and so far up until this game. So I, I really think they're giving West Virginia too much hype and too much credit when. Pretty much the only team that's been showing out in the Big 12 would be Oklahoma. I mean, you got to think Oklahoma took in Texas fourth overtime and came out with a win. They they went in the, uh they played Oklahoma State and that's their in-state rival and they blowed them out of the water. So I mean, I really just don't think that West Virginia is going to be this good. Everybody's looking at this West Virginia and Oklahoma game like it's like it's the game of the season. Like oh well, this could determine if. Oklahoma goes to the Big 12 championship or not, which, I mean, it does. It does have some affiliations. If we lose, if we lose this game, we don't go to the Big 12 championship, and if we win, we do. But at the same time, I just don't think West Virginia is going to be that team to stop Oklahoma going to the Big 12 championship.
1: Uh I'm still just – I'm just like, you know – Uh West Virginia, man, with this all hype up. Hey man, like
0: like dude, they're re- they're posting hype videos and trying to trying, tr- they're trying to intimidate Oklahoma is what they're doing. And it's not working. Like I guess West Virginia didn't watch the Oklahoma State game. Mm,
1: uh-huh. This is ridiculous. I can say this, man. Look, look, look. Let let them have their fun with the hype videos. But I want y'all to have the same hype video when the game happens. Okay? Have that same energy. West Virginia fans, have that same energy with that hype video. Bring, you know what? Bring that hype video with you in that game because I want you people, get your cell phones and record a whole new hype video that Oklahoma's gonna whoop at it. That's what's gonna happen, okay? That's what's going to happen. So I want, I want to hear, I want to hear this talking about, oh, oh man, we we we, we, we underestimate Oklahoma. They don't, no, 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 no. Y'all, y'all did. Cause y'all know y'all gonna lose. Yep. Mm. Because you West Virginia team and fans never been in a real game. And y'all been facing some teams that's just that's just us, we never seen on TV or nothing and all that. So y'all going to lose. You lost three games. Okay, you lost three games. Not even two. No, no, motherfucker, three. So that team just uh. Sorry, they still garbage. They might have a good wood at the offense, but they can't be Oklahoma Super. So this game happened this weekend, Sooners, we're gonna win. We're gonna beat the crap out of the rest of the gym. This is problem solved
0: for Alright, well we got about six minutes left on this podcast before we have to stop it. Uh, to get this out of the way. It's just, to me, I think West Virginia is overhyping themselves. I really do. I think, they, I think they're a good program. I think they do have a good team, but I don't think they have a Big 12 championship-worthy team, and I don't think they have a national championship-worthy team. And for them to try to intimidate Oklahoma by saying things back and forth over social media and going back and forth over with videos, they done the same thing last year. With Jalen Hurts, they've done it the year before with Kyler Murray. They put out videos. They put out tweets to try to intimidate Oklahoma. And what has happened every freaking year, Oklahoma goes either up there to West Virginia and dominates them, or West Virginia comes to Norman, and Oklahoma blows them out at home. So I really don't get what they're trying to do, but I I do at some point. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to intimidate us, but, I mean, like I said, Apparently, West Virginia didn't take time to watch that Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State game, and they could have really learned a lot. That you know, Oklahoma does not back down from a fight. Uh, but uh, there's six. There's about four minutes left on this podcast. Uh, Deshaun, you got anything you want to add before it's over?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I can say this. Um, I had a great. Awesome night to be part of the stream. To, to be to, to be the support of this, the, 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 you know, the sooner and be a part of the fan of the Oklahoma, fan base, and everything. Um, I gotta say this: that West Virginia, y'all, completely ridiculous. Because like, I watch every game when we beat West Virginia at Dayfield or even at Oklahoma. Um, if Baker didn't talk to y'all nothing, I don't know what to tell you. If Jaden Hurst didn't y'all nothing, I don't know what to tell you. If Kyron Murray. I didn't tell y'all nothing. I don't know what to tell them, okay? So, this is the same thing with Baylor. Baylor talking about, oh, we're coming back. We're going to beat Oklahoma. But the last, they made, it, they, they made it so good. They got raw hype for here. And think that they're going to beat us in the Big truck Championship? <laughs> nah. I mean, yeah, the game was so close in the Big 12 Championship last year. And, um, you know, um, it was an overtime. And the part about this, thanks to our running back who did that touchdown, we won that game because of our running back and that touchdown. And they, they were so hyped that, oh, my God, we're going to beat Oklahoma. We coming back. You know, we're going to do this. But, no, y'all lost And West Virginia. I, like I said, bro, I want them to record this whole game. I want them to make a whole hype video of that Because when come come to y'all field and that snow or cold, where are y'all going to have it at in West Virginia? Just
0: letting you know that we finna beat y'all. It's just so much that, bro. And, and, and it's, it's pretty much like, okay, you're trying to intimidate us over social media and Twitter, you know, making these little threats back and forth about your defense, about our offense, you know, little petty stuff. And it's like, okay, well, when it's all said and done, you're going to wish you wouldn't have made those threats to Oklahoma because, Everyone knows that's a Big 12 fan and that's an Oklahoma fan or any type of Big 12 conference team fan. Uh, You pretty much know who runs the Big 12, and I think everybody can say it's Oklahoma runs the Big 12 every year. So, I mean, you can intimidate us. You can say what you want, but when it comes time to play, the Oklahoma Sooners will be there, and they're going to battle and battle to the last time, to the last whistle blows, to the last quarter. So I mean, in a way, West Virginia, West Virginia is just insulting themselves. They're shooting their own self in the foot. I think that Oklahoma is going to go in there and they're going to stomp a big, big mud hole and somebody's behind down there in West Virginia. Uh, I really do. But we got about three minutes left on this podcast. Uh, going to dive into uh this real quick topic. I got five questions I'm going to ask this this man right here. Um, Deshaun. Yeah. All right. Do you think, out of all the teams in the Big 12 Conference, who is who is the big dog in the Big 12 Conference?
1: So far, and as of right now, though, even, even though the first place right now is
0: Iowa State, but I really believe it's Oklahoma Sooners. All right. It all is Oklahoma Sooners. So, yeah. Another question. All right. So we got Oklahoma. All right. Another question. These are going to have to be short answers. Uh, two. Do you think. Oklahoma runs the Big 12 Conference every year. Yes or no? Yeah. That's the ultimate yes. All right. Third, do you think Oklahoma has had the best defense in 2020 in the Big 12? Yes, automatically. All right. Fourth question. Do you think Oklahoma has had the best offense in the Big 12 and in the college football season this year? Yep. I say yes. All right, the last question is, do you think Spencer Rattler will be amazingly great next year, even though with Caleb Williams coming?
1: Awesome. I I mean, that's a yeah right there. I mean, Lincoln Ryan believes in him. I believe in him. I love Spencer Ryan, and I think
0: he can do it. All right, y'all. Y'all heard it here first. This is the Sooners 2020 podcast. We'll keep you up to date. We had our guest on, Deshaun Adams, a number one big Sooner fan over here and another big Sooner fan here, myself and Zach. Uh, Be sure to check out our next podcast. And this is the Sooners 2020 podcast. Hope y'all enjoy